This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Holocron Histories. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria. Also here is my other host that we have on the show. Yeah, so I'm Austin, otherwise known as Teacup, uh, the other co-host of this podcast, and glad to be back after missing last week. (laughs) Glad to have you back. Uh, And we are also joined by two of our patrons, uh, as we go into today's topic, we have Genesis. Hello. Uh, I am not only Genesis tonight, I will also be playing the part of Toasty. So last Patreon chat, Toasty got to read out my parts because I had some big family stuff going on. Uh, so today I will be reading out some of my favorite scenes and then also some of Toasty's favorite scenes. In this tonight's showing, the part of Toasty will be played by Genesis. <laughs> yep, and then we also have Colonel Penguin. Oh no. Oh no. Wait, what happened? Him? Hello. Oh, there we go. There. <laughs> I'm being assaulted by a cat. I'm sorry. Ah, okay. A Sith cat? Yeah, yeah. The way he's been acting lately. Oh no. Well, tonight's topic, we are going to go over our favorite slash best fight scenes in the Star Wars universe. So, who wants to start? Hmm. I mean, I guess I can for tonight. Um, should I go with mine or should I go with Toasties? Um... I'll let you decide on that. Okay. All right. Well, I'll start with me because me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I love a strong female character. And I was trying to think of where I have seen women in fight scenes in Star Wars be supreme badasses. And the one that stuck out the most to me um, was from Attack of the Clones. The big battle in the gladiatorial arena was like, it's so good. Storyline, movie, all that besides the point, you know. But the fact that Padme shows herself to be resourceful and physically capable and decent aim and can ride at the same time while firing off a blaster with more accuracy than anybody else I've ever seen. It was like, yes, that right there. Go, uh, go Padme. I was about to say a naughty word, but it's not on the list. (laughs) Um, yeah. She's quippy. She's funny in it. Uh, Anakin saying, you know, is this, uh, is this what you call peaceful negotiation or peaceful negotiations? She goes, no, these are aggressive negotiations. <laughs> yes. Oh, love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. With 
Padme, that's probably... I mean, that's really her only, like, really big fight scene that she has. Mm-hmm. Out of the prequels, because she doesn't do anything in 3. Unless you watch Clone Wars. Clone Wars, she does have a lot of good moments in Clone Wars. Hmm. Like, that's where you're going to get a... You, you have a... With female... Like, uh, characters, they have a lot of big moments in the Clone Wars. Padme has a lot. You get Ahsoka. Um, I mean, there's a... Oh, what's her name? She's a Twi'lek. Ayla Sakura. Thank you. <laughs> she she has a lot of good episodes. Um, but yeah, out of the movies, like, yeah, that's probably the best. That and the white outfit to me has, like, symbolized, like, because she wears the white outfit. And then later we see Leia wearing the white outfit. And then later on, we see Rey wearing a white outfit. And I'm just like, that to me is Star Wars. You know, it's symbolism for me. The fact that a pure white outfit on female characters has led throughout all the movies. You know Um, who the main female lead is? They wear white. (laughs) (laughs) I also love the fact that... uh, she has this super elaborate hairstyle going on that is very, very Padme. But it also held the bobby pins that she used in order to uncuff herself. And Annie's like over there like, oh, but what about Padme? And Obi-Wan's like, she's managing quite well on her own. And I was just like, yes, yes, she is. I can go on more if you want me to. I, I it, I'm a podcaster, dude. I have notes of show notes. Um, <laughs> I have things to say about Padme, but they're not appropriate for a family show. <laughs> <laughs> I would say save that for a uh, Genesis show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but the Padme, Padme, the Padme novels are on my to be read list. So. Yeah, I, s- I still have yet to read those. I hear they're really good, though. They're good. They are really good. Um, yeah. I also just think that the whole scene, in general, going beyond Padme, was the, fe- the all the choreography in the whole arena. All, um, I mean, seeing Mace Windu fight is always fun and cool and then like all of the jedi just appearing in the crowd and all the lightsabers going off at the same time the scenes like that are so imprinted in my head forever it just is um and the fact that i went back and i watched it again today because i was like i need to make sure that i have all the details right from the moment that um one cutesy little fact um at one hour, 43 minutes, that is when Padme, Padme says, I love you. And one, four, three is I love you in super old school text. So I know that that wasn't a thing back then, but it's just like so I found it coincidental and quite funny that one, four, three is one, four, three at one, four, three. Um, uh, 
Considering what we know about George Lucas, that probably is intentional. Oh, really? More likely. Yeah. Um, he would think of that kind like of, that. you know, his famous quote, Star Wars is like poetry, it rhymes. Um, so That's I really would guess that he probably did do that intentionally. Oh, okay. Love that. Love that. Uh, so from the moment she says that, and then to the moment that uh, we see Yoda talk, talk, talking to Mace Windu at the end, that is a 14 minute sequence. A 14-minute fight sequence would take, like, months to shoot. Like, that is so much cinematography and choreography and fight coordination and then going back and working in all the graphics afterwards. I mean, I hats off. Everything's off. <laughs> Star Wars is, like, fam- especially the prequels, is fa- almost famous for having some of the longest fight sequences in all of movie, like, cinema. Because, um, like, for example, we'll talk about this later, but, like, Anakin versus Obi-Wan is 45 minutes. Oh. That's true. To be yeah. fair, you have Yoda versus Sidious in that time frame, too, but still. Same with Duel of the Fates. Mm-hmm. But... One thing about the Geonosis arena battle, that is the first time, and I'm pretty sure the only time, we see multiple, beyond like two or three Jedi fighting at once in a sequence. Yes. Other than like, you get a brief thing of the attack on the temple, but that is like where you see like numerous Jedi. And it's the first time it happens, because I remember I was like, 10 or something when Attack of the Clones came out and I remember sitting in that theater and watching all the lightsabers come on and just you know eyes wide like my mom says they look like they were about to fall out of my head um but so the only other special place in my heart the only other time I can think of a lot of lightsabers was the younglings but we're not gonna go there Keep when I mean, iterating. all the younglings turned their lightsabers on, but then that wasn't really a fight at all. Mm-hmm. No. no. So moving on, let's go to somebody else's favorite fight scene. <laughs> Ninja, are you still being attacked by kittens? No, I'm good. <laughs> uh... One of my favorites is the scene from the last episode of The Clone Wars where Darth Maul is just tearing his way through the Venator Star Destroyer without a lightsaber, I might add. Yeah, just walking and ripping through everyone. Nothing was on screen, but you know what's happening. You see things fall after he throws a wall panel at two clones. <laughs> that, and then what was it? He, um, one of the um, uh, inner doors was closing, and he pulls a clone towards him. And you see, next scene, you see uh, just an arm drop. Yeah. He, yeah. 
and then and then he goes on to rip the star destroyer out of hyperspace by pulling the hyperdrive apart that was that that that's why i really like darth maul he, a, a lot of people go straight to vader when i think of the best sith but darth maul is just he he's a lot more powerful than people realize and i, I don't think he quite gets the qu- the credit he deserves Yeah, I would agree with that. When mm-hmm. it comes to when it comes to Maul, at least, yeah. I would argue Vader is a bad Sith. When you think about the ideology that he's supposed to embody. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Sith are supposed to control their emotions and allow it to fuel him. Every time Vader like gets extreme emotions, it cripples him. I mean, to an extent, Darth Maul does that too. Yeah. Basically, whenever he sees Obi Wan, that—that's his only cripple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vader has that—that that is. <laughs> yeah, but, and and that, but that one, that one weakness is what led to his downfall. Yeah, I'd agree with that. You know, it's rare. It's also rare that we see a force user fight without their lightsaber. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the first time we do is we see is Luke versus the Rancor. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's interesting that like Maul does so much damage without a lightsaber, and you know, we don't see. Sidious use a lightsaber until episode three. True. But, I mean, Sidious doesn't really, like, he never fought in one and two, so. No. He's just behind a chair the entire time. (laughs) Yeah. But I do agree with you that it's a pretty awesome scene. It's probably one of my highlights from Clone Wars, watching that, um, and just kind of seeing like how devastating the force can actually be and not just like, Oh, we push and move things with our mind, but that you can, you know, crush people's windpipes. You can slam things into them at huge blunt force traumas and, you know, or, you know, decapitation. There's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. Any other highlights, Penguin? I don't know. That was it for now. Okay. Well, we got like halfway through. You want to share yours, Teacup? You want to wait to the uh, after the mid break? Well, why don't we do Toasty and then we yeah, can let's do, do Toasty. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see for Tosi, uh, I def appreciate the classics like Anakin versus Obi Wan in Revenge of the Sith. 
and the Duel of the Fates in Phantom Menace. But my new favorite has to be Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan in the Kenobi show. And I agree. The I think both of the fight scenes between the two of them, um, it was a buildup, a necessary buildup, showing like old rusty Obi-Wan and then getting back into his power. And then the final scene was just gut-wrenching. It's so good. So good. Yeah. Well, I definitely yeah. agree, especially like one of the most like thing lines that send a like shiver down my spine is I am what you made me mm. to Obi-Wan and just perfectly delivered and well-written. Yeah. And I, 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 for me, for that fight, I love the duality they did when his mask is torn and mm-hmm. it is actually it's the opposite side um from when ahsoka will eventually uh break his mask but like getting that duality between the two voices of anakin and vader is like oh my god like they actually did it yeah. james Earl jones and hayden christensen on one scene oh my god yeah also, I don't know if you noticed this because I saw this later, but where he hits him, mm-hmm. old Vader in Return of the Jedi has a scar on that side of his face when Luke takes oh, the helmet off. Yeah, of I think I did see something about Return that. Jedi, which I just think is good attention to detail. That's something they've been really hitting mm-hmm. in, in a lot of the shows right now. But. Is that all that Toasty had? Just those two? The the Duel of the Fates, which one is that? That is uh, Phantom Menace. That's with Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and uh, Maul. Maul. So, Toasty's favorites are Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan in all three of those fight scenes. Correct. (laughs) Yes. Hmm. I wonder who's favorite is. Obi-Wan wins all of those fights. Yes. Well, I guess he doesn't win the you eh, the first Vader, the first Vader in Kenobi show, but yeah, but he wins it the second time. Well, I well, does he? Does anyone really win in that situation? No, no. I mean, they're both alive. Yeah, you could yeah. argue that no one wins in the Battle of Heroes either. Yeah, because the neither die yes i would argue oh (laughs) you go ahead it's like i would argue that anakin died and obi-wan died in that because then darth vader and old ben are the ones who walked away from those fights i yes i true to agree interpretation I was just going to say for our listeners, when we refer to Duel of the Fates or the Battle of Heroes, the fights are named for the, like, the track that plays during yeah, the, the fights. Yeah, the music track. Yeah. Thank you, so, John Williams. Mm-hmm. Did he name the track for the Obi-Wan show? Probably. Okay. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I want to find that out. Because John Williams, that was his last... Uh, thing he did before he just, he just retired 
that's the last thing he did before actually going into retirement was Obi-Wan Kenobi. All right. I have one John Williams fact, and then we go to our mid-break. Okay. Did you know the lead singer of Toto is John Williams' son? What? That's such a... How old is this man? John Williams. John Williams is pretty old. He's John like Williams, like in his nineties. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay, Isn't that, that crazy? That I did not know that. But now that I think about it, like uh, the celebration song for the remastered versions of the original trilogy in Africa, they don't sound the same, but they have similar vibes. Well, let's bless the rains and head to the mid-break. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great transition. All right. And welcome to the mid-break of the show, where we thank all of our patrons, including the ones here today, Genesis and Penguin, who are here with us today, and I'm going to mention Toasty. He, he's though he is not here and he's off playing D and D. Thank you for supporting. Uh, and we can uh, we don't have any new. Uh, I don't think we have any new um, reviews this week. I lost train of train of thought there. Um, but if you want to leave a review, no. Okay. No, uh, no. If you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts with a five star rating, we will re- uh, read it on a future episode of the show. And also, if you want to rate us on Spotify, that will greatly increase our standing on those two platforms to have more people start listening to the show and listen to all the great things of Star Wars. And then, uh, if you want to join us on the show, you can join our Patreon, just like we have today. And where you can just talk with us about a certain topic. And yeah, I think that's really it for this mid-break. Pretty short. Anything to add? You did talk about the Discord. Oh, and we do have uh, the Cups podcast and more Discord where we have Star Wars, uh, Dragon Age, and Assassin's Creed. And then you can also join the Robots Radio Discord, which we have a channel on there with a bunch of other great podcasts such as the two, Girl, two girls one ship podcast and the witcher lore cast and so much more <laughs> and let's get back into the show <coughs> and welcome back we are back from the mid-break so it's just you and me teacup what what's yours i'm I'm very curious well, it's a good transition because mine's basic but i really want to talk about it mine is obi-wan versus anakin in revenge of the sith uh, one it's just super long and it doesn't feel long when you watch it so that's a good thing but just every single when i watch that every single blow that anakin and obi-wan like have with one another you feel like the emotion and the weight behind every single time they hit each other in that fight scene there's so much emotion in the choreography there's so much 
passion behind their fighting. And one of the reasons I think that the fight lasts so long is because they know each other so well. It's impossible for them to do something that the other one won't anticipate, not to mention the force allowing them to see things before they're happening. Um, and it's only really Anakin's arrogance that ends up allowing him to lose. Yeah. And it's just, you know, everyone uh, gives the prequels a lot of crap for the bad writing and the cheesy dialogue, but the whole, you are my brother. I loved you scene still like gets me to my core. You like can, I feel the emotion in there. You can say anything about the prequels, but you cannot say anything about about that last 45 minutes there like you can't you yeah. can't like it was perfectly done mm -hmm. i i don't think it could be done better um and i think you can tell that it's good because any of the extra content that goes in around the prequel area like the clone wars or the novels adds to that and doesn't change it it doesn't change it but it expands it to a point which means that it really is true to the characters where they are in that point. Um, plus, it's just awesome. Um, and it's just, it, for a point, like, I don't like to bash the sequels a lot, but I think that the sequels lacked that a little bit when they were designing their lightsaber fights. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And and I can get, like, their their moves aren't as fancy because they're not trained from birth in, like, all these fancy lightsaber forms. Like, is Rey even really trained at all? I mean, she's trained by Leia. But, I mean, so, like, her minimalistic fighting style makes sense to me. Like, it within lore. But, to me, like, there's just so much emotion in the Anakin-Obi-Wan fight that I can't get that. And then to watch that and how it mirrors Luke versus Vader, which is my number two. Luke versus Vader, Return of the Jedi mm -hmm. is my probably second favorite fight. Yeah. Both both fights are great. So, I guess... Well, one more, one more yeah, thing. I have one more to good. throw out that I think is my little dark horse. From the OG Clone Wars, the 2000 whatever, mm -hmm. the one that came out before Revenge of the Sith. Are you going to talk Asajj about versus Anakin. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say the Mace Windu where he destroyed an entire, like, thousands of battle oh, droids with no lightsaber and just the Force alone. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I really like the first ever Asajj fight that happens between Anakin. And I'm glad that they brought her back because... Oh, yeah. She was kind of a one-off in the original Clone Wars, so bringing her back, I think, added a lot to the series. But watching that fight and just watching Anakin kind of deal his own on a Sith, because it was a good follow-up to, like, he doesn't really do well against Count Dooku. And so... No. But then he fights Asajj, and you see that kind of power and skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Well, I guess I'm the last one to go. So, if we're talking canon, there's a lot. I, I like a lot of the fight scenes. The one I like really enjoyed watching, and it's not that long, and I it isn't a sequel. So it's in the Last Jedi where we see 
Luke versus Kylo. I thought that was great. I love that scene, especially at the very end where he's like, oh, see you next time. And like, poof, (laughs) I I just love how he trolled him. But like as serious fights go, I would have to say like, yeah, the the Obi or the Obi-Wan Anakin fight in Revenge of the Sith. Um, Just like Teacup said, like you can feel literally everything and reading a lot of the newer books, you get you do get more of that, especially in watching even Obi-Wan. You see, because you we see that uh, prequel scene where Obi Wan and Anakin are doing their training, and Anakin is constantly going after him with so much aggression. Where Jedi aren't supposed to act on their aggression like that, but you know he has his whole thing to where it's a war. If I don't, I'm going to die. So mm-hmm. there's that, and then. Um, out of all of Star Wars, though, including the Legends, I would say I loved, loved watching the promo videos for the Old Republic. I mm. loved those fight scenes. Especially when, like, you see the grand sacking of the temple in Coruscant where you see, oh, you see all these Jedi and then a ship crashes and then all these red sabers start lit up. And then now you have epic war scene. Or even um, the trailer they did, the fight scene with Malgus versus Tsio Shan, where she straight up blocked his saber just with the force and pushed him back far enough into a boulder. Yeah. I can't remember when you're talking Old Republic trailers. Um, there's the one, it's a later one. It's the woman who uses the, uh, she uses a saber staff so against the, the Empire. Yes, that whatever, would be, um, those were the trailers for Knights of the Fallen Empire or yeah. Knights of the Eternal Throne, depending on which expansion. But she was in right. both of those. It's the one, not the twins, but the... Mm-hmm. But their mother. Yeah. It's uh, actually their mother. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. But when she, like, is, like, on the, like, landing strip thing that coming in and there's all the guards and she's like running to the ship and doing that that's one of that's pretty awesome yeah like yeah jen if you want uh badass women those trailers are awesome the old republic ones i think i've seen a few of those yeah there's just sean and then sonya is the other one Mm -hmm. and yeah she they're both phenomenal and if you like revan chateau sean is Darth Revan's great 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 granddaughter, I think. Something Might like be that. one more great, I can't remember. But she's mm-hmm. in there. But yeah, that's that's the fight scenes I really enjoyed watching. Um and I know we'll get a bunch of more new fight scenes coming out. Um I mean we have Bad Batch season two later in the year. Uh Ondor will be starting actually next month. So that's 12 episodes of awesomeness. And then I think Tales of the Jedi is slated for this year, if I'm not mistaken. Can't remember on that one. But that's going to be three episodes of Dooku and three episodes of Ahsoka. So that's going to be epic. Yeah, that'll be really cool. And hopefully, and from what we see from the teaser trailer they showed at uh, Star Wars Celebration, 
the Ahsoka, one of the Ahsoka episodes might actually show like an actual animation and visualization of her getting her white crystals from the Inquisitor. Which, if you read the Ahsoka novel, please read it because it is great. And if you want to hear audiobook form, it gets better because it's by it's uh, voiced by the actress who voices Ahsoka, and it's great. That is really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. One of the very few books that's like voiced by a Clone Wars actor. Um, she voices the entire book in Ahsoka in character and out of character. And I believe there is, I don't know if it's canon or not, but there is another book you can get in audio, uh, audiobook form. And they actually have the actors from Clone Wars for who play Dooku, Asajj, and some other characters, and I can't remember what the other ones are. But I know Asajj and Dooku are definitely in the book. Because it's mainly about Dooku. Oh, is it uh, Jedi Lost? Maybe. I can't remember on the top of my head. I would have to look it up. But anybody have anything else they want to share? Well... Since we were on the subject of old public trailers, the uh, I don't remember which one it is, which one it's called, but it's the one where the Sith attack the uh, Republic's base while they're it it it's the one where they have they have what is basically a space cowboy. <laughs> oh and, yeah 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 I know you're talking about him. Yeah, they're on a space station, and the Sith attack. They have a uh, Nico. It's the Teal Shan and her master at the time, because she was a yeah a Padawan at the time, because she wasn't a knight yet. And then we see uh, young Malgus and his master, if I recall. Yeah, yeah, pre yeah. I think that. So what? Pre mask Malgus. Yeah, pre-mask yeah. Malgus, because the trailer where uh, Satil Sean blasts through a boulder, that's when he needs to get a respirator and wear a mask all the time because she completely destroyed him. Yeah. Satil Sean's pretty B.A. in the entire Star Wars universe. Yeah. And you see a lot of like really good com- uh, lightsaber combat in that one, too. And a British was that the trailer that Malgus portrayed? I think that's the, also the trailer where Malgus. Yeah, his it is. Because they recently yeah. had his master's saber to Star Wars Old Republic MMO, like a couple months ago. I may or may not have bought them. Oh, I, I got to get back to playing that. More content mm-hmm. is coming in August, finally. But. Anyway, I think that will be the end of the show. Genesis, where can everybody find you? I'm all over the internet. Uh, you can find me on all the social... I am Genesis, one half of the Two Girls, One Ship podcast, where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. You can find me on the Robots Radio Discord, in the Two Cups... Uh, or 
not the two cups podcast um you can find me in the cups podcasting and more server um and you can find me in my own two girls one ship podcast server uh and then of course across all the social medias twitter instagram two girls one ship awesome and penguin how about you live tonight yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys are live tonight, aren't you? Oh, yeah. In an hour and a half, we will be live on twitch.tv slash two girls, one ship, uh, talking with our patrons about uh, whether you prefer your players to be player sexual or have their own sexual identity. I swear if Tosi's on that. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not telling. Oh, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> I see how it is, Tosi. I better hope you're listening. <laughs> anyway, uh, Penguin, where can people find you? Uh, mostly just Discord. Really? Uh, Robots Radio Server. And a few others. That's That's really it. Awesome. And uh, if anybody wants to hear more of me, I will be on the next episode of the Witcher Lorecast, co-hosting, temporary co-hosting with Toasty, since Tom is out on vacation, which he absolutely deserves. So, and then, yeah, that's really it, what I got going on. Mm, yep, yeah. and you can find me on the Dragon Age Lorecast or the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, everybody, That's where I'm at. <laughs> everybody, have a nice night. Thank you for stopping in, and may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Holocron Histories, Star Wars Canon versus Legends. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at swhollowhistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com. When a wasteland detective and a vault girl cross paths, no criminal is safe. You're both under arrest. Don't move a muscle if you know what's good for you. Based in Bethesda's Fallout series, follow Walter and Bunny as they traverse the Texas Commonwealth and New Vegas, busting big crime rings. We'll need all we can to expand into Vegas territory. And surviving anything the wasteland can throw at them. It's him! It's the Mothman! Featuring a series of nail-biting narratives and guest stars from across the Fallout community. It's anybody's guess what thrilling case is up next. War never changes, does it, Bunny? No, it certainly does not. True Vault Escapades, a Fallout audio drama. Available anywhere you get podcasts. Podcasts.